0: Good morning, world! Today's going to be a great day. Welcome to Play Life Loudly. I'm your host, Abby Halpin, the physical therapist who wishes she was a music teacher. I am back with episode 10, after taking last week off. That kind of just happened. I think I'm going to need to come up with some kind of schedule so I don't leave you all in the lurch again. Maybe I'll take a week off every 10th week or something. I'm not sure yet. But I think some idea generating time is a good idea. Well, I hope it gave you some time to catch up on previous weeks. (laughs) You hear that? I'm just trying to make it so that my taking a break last week was beneficial to you somehow. Okay. I'll try to warn you next time ahead of time. Quick announcement before we get going. Play Life Loudly is now available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Yay! Today, let's dive into some stuff that is especially important for those whose instruments depend on air. But this issue crops up with everyone, musicians and non-musicians alike, and I use these theories and approaches in my other work with people who are not musicians all the time. This can affect all of our systems and can literally take the wind out of our sails when we are trying to do life. From a musician's. Ooh, a musicianship perspective. There we go. What we talk about today affects a lot of really important aspects of what you may be experiencing, like vocal fatigue or strain while you're speaking or singing, difficulty breathing or straining in your neck, face, or throat while you play, reduced nuance in your dynamics, trouble connecting with your audience, reduced power, feeling pitchy or unstable with your sound feeling really fatigued or having pain during your rehearsals or performances, canceled performances, and most unfortunately, not enjoying it anymore. Have I built this up enough? (laughs) Today's topic is the concept of hyperinflation. We went through the physiology of respiration in episode three. If you need a review, go back and listen. Hyperinflation is what happens when you're really good at inhaling and not so good at exhaling posturally this is what i would expect from somebody who's walking around all day as though they have just taken a big breath in and forgotten to exhale side note this is not actually what happens or you die you do actually keep breathing when you're in a state of hyperinflation okay so posture your ribs would flare up and apart and apart in the front your upper back would arch and extend with a puffed out chest like you're at attention Your pelvis would tip forward a bit with your sit bones and tailbone pointing backward instead of down. You may shift forward onto the balls of your feet with your knees locked. Your chin would be tipped down with a flatter neck as your chest and chin move toward each other. None of this is wrong or bad or dangerous in a one-off, but it also isn't correct and many people have been taught to stand or sit straight with chest lifted and shoulders down and back, and that's fine unless you're there all the time. That's the only time things can go awry, right? Nothing is wrong or bad and dangerous if you're moving your body. The trouble is when you lose the mobility in your ribs, it's tough to achieve other positions, and that's what I want to talk about today. These people who have become so great at holding that inhale position that they've lost the mobility, strength, and dynamic movements needed to change their body position. My clients who are in this category often tell me that they feel like they can't last as long through a phrase, or maybe they need more catch breaths than they used to. They can't get enough air in. Sometimes it's the feeling that their ribs won't expand to let that air in. Sometimes they'll have a lot of shoulder and neck tension and they can't change it, no matter how much they stretch or people tell them to relax. (laughs) They might have stiffness in their back if they stand for too long or or be still for too long. They have a general feeling like making music feels harder than it used to. They miss that sense of ease that they might have had in the past. They feel exhausted. Their bodies ache on the ride home. They've been told they look stiff or keep hearing people tell them like, hey, just relax. I hate that, by the way. Just relax. (laughs) Okay, let's break down each of these points and talk about how this particular issue of being in a state of hyperinflation can contribute to those complaints. So the first one, you feel like you can't last as long through a phrase or need more catch breaths than you used to. When your baseline position is one of inhalation, your diaphragm is contracted and pulled down so it can make room for all that air. Your ribs are elevated, and the muscles that hold them there are short and contracted. Now imagine trying to breathe in when your system is already in the quote, in position. You can't take in more air when you're already full, which means you won't be able to get enough air in from your baseline to make it through the phrase. The space between your maximum inhale and the baseline where you're starting, which is already in an inhale, is too small. So this leads to something called breath stacking. I'll be chatting with Christine from The Visceral Voice about this some more in the next few weeks, and we will share that conversation here on Play Life Loudly, so stay tuned for that. I'm really excited about that. The second complaint, I cannot get enough air in. This is kind of the same stuff we just talked about, but in this case, it's the sensation of the fact that the, the room for more air is limited. You have plenty of air in there, but that's your baseline, so you don't know that. You just know that when you breathe in, it's not as easy and you feel like you can't expand more. Sometimes I have this vision of like all this old stale air is in there, so you can't put more air in on top of it. You don't have old stale air in there, but it's a good visual. All right, third complaint. People who have shoulder and neck tension that just won't go away, even with the best of stretching routines. There are a few, or a million, reasons for this. One reason is that you are, when you are hyperinflated, your mid-back is stiffer and flatter, giving your shoulder blades, which are rounded bones, nothing to rest on. That means your upper traps have to hold your shoulder blades and your shoulders on all day. Sometimes people have added that pulling their shoulders down and back thing, you know, and they do it to the max. That means your upper traps are now on stretch and activated all the time. Imagine if your hamstrings were being stretched 24 hours a day. They would not be pleased. And now make them work from that stretchy position 24 hours a day. No, thank you, ma'am. I think they would tell you about it. The muscles in the front of your neck are also in a short position here because your chin and your chest are moving toward each other. Again, take a big breath in and hold. Can you feel how your chest is being pulled up toward your neck? If it's like that all day, those muscles are short and tired, and that can also contribute to that sense of neck tension, especially the front of the neck tension. This is why stretching or someone just telling you to just relax doesn't work. These muscles are in charge of things like holding your shoulders and your head on. They aren't going to just relax unless you change the reason for why they are working so hard. And by the way, the reason is hyperinflation. (laughs) We'll be talking about solutions to this on a different podcast episode. Next complaint. My back is so stiff if I stand for too long. I think I'm going to pair this up with two of the others that I mentioned. Um, That feeling of missing the general ease of things, things feeling too hard. And also uh, feeling exhausted or having like body aches on the way home from long rehearsals. All of these kind of go together. In general, bodies like to operate from somewhere in the middle of their range of motion. So when you do a bicep curl, things work best in the middle of that curl, not when the arm is all the way bent already or nearly straight. That's why when you go to lift heavy things, you do it with your elbows bent about 90 degrees or so. The same thing is true to all of other areas, like ribs and backs and necks and shoulders. <laughs> if joints are put in the position of end-range inhalation, things have to be more effortful because that's not the place of ease for movement. And it just does not need to feel that hard. People tell me I look stiff. Gosh, musicians hate this, right? Because it's like, God, I am relaxed. People will look stiffer when they perform because spines that are extended, meaning arched with chest up, can't rotate or side bend well. So gestures and acting and emoting all come from a stiffer place that doesn't allow for that motion, and it just doesn't feel authentic, which is why people tell you to just relax. (laughs) Don't be so stiff. All of these things can lead to the issues that I said at the beginning that I know you really care about. I know you want to avoid vocal... fatigue and strain. You want to feel super nuanced and variable in your dynamics. You want to connect with your audience. You want to feel powerful. You want to feel very stable and dependable in your pitch. You don't want to have to deal with fatigue or pain. You want to feel good. (laughs) We don't want to cancel performances. We want to love what we're doing. If you are dealing with any of this, please see someone. The real short answer is to learn how to exhale. We're going to talk about that more in the future. But if you have questions, please reach out to me and ask. This is what I want to help people with. You deserve to have these types of limitations lifted for you so that you can share your art with the world, and we need it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend. Feel free to give us some stars if you like. If you didn't enjoy it, don't worry about it. You can subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you get the little reminder when the next episode drops next Tuesday morning. Until then, Fam, let me know what you need.